Chips and scratches. Is there anything worse than the front end of your vehicle getting beaten up by rock chips? Especially when you're driving down the highway with transports and other pickup trucks and vehicles that have product loaded onto them spewing rocks and debris onto your vehicle. Well, I know this problem, considering the fact that my wife drives down a road that's only a two-lane highway, which should be four-lane, with massive mining trucks, freight vehicles, and even pickup trucks coming from mine sites and construction sites, loaded with rocks and debris, and never being properly taken care of, constantly throwing rocks and other things at my vehicle. But how do I protect my vehicle? And how do I keep that vehicle looking great throughout its time frame? Well, somebody had this idea a while back, and my first introduction to to seeing this product was back during the Champ Car days of the split between Champ Car and IndyCar. Watching them put a brand new advertisement on the back rear wing of a car that was about to hit the racetrack, I always wondered how they did it so quickly and how ads got added on quickly. Well, as they say in the biz, that's a wrap. And when it comes to protecting your vehicle and adding new advertisements onto it, wrapping has become a new adventure for everyone in the automotive world. Something that was seen as far back as over 100 years ago is now at the forefront of making your vehicle look the way you want it. Today, being that it is Boxing Day and that we just finished wrapping and unwrapping gifts yesterday on Christmas, Autolux is going to do a special presentation about automotive wrap to bring the automotive world and the Autolux podcast to you today on Boxing Day. Welcome back to the Autolux podcast. I am your host as always, the doctor to the automotive industry, Mr. Everett J, coming to you from our main host website at autolux.net. If you haven't been there, stop by, check it out, and keep an eye out because our end of the year ratings are coming soon. We have finally finished rating vehicles and with over 700 vehicles rated this year, who is going to take that coveted title of the Autolux A-plus design award of excellence for the automotive world this year? And which company will face the uncertain doom of receiving the Autolux Rusty Award? Find out more as our end of the year article is about to hit come January 2024. The Autolux Podcast has been brought to you by Ecom Entertainment Group and hosted by Podbeam.com. If you'd like to get in touch with the Autolux Podcast or Everett J, send them an email over at email at autolux.net. So like I said in the beginning, rapping. No, we're not talking about the industry of rap music. We're talking about rapping your car and not into the context of adding a bow on top so nobody can figure out what the hell you are driving. Sorry there, but BMW, if you've checked BMW advertisements this Christmas, they have a perfection of Santa's sleigh. Or Santa's sleigh in a BMW world wrapped up even with a bow on it. And like that famous L said on the movie Arthur Christmas, there's always time for a bow. But when it comes to wrapping your vehicle, no, there is no time for a bow. Who the hell is going to put a bow on their vehicle? Well, really anybody can. And if you have the money and the time to set yourself out to doing this, you can personally wrap your significant other's vehicle with a dedicated bow. Yeah, you can wrap it with a vinyl wrap system. Now, these systems have become easier along the years. But originally, where did these things come from and why have we gotten so into it? Well, taking a look back, you can go back as far as the late 1800s where product advertisements were put onto trains as being the biggest billboard out there, they decided to paint advertisements on it. Now, not super big, you know, certain stores would put their names or indications along boxcars or even the engines. Well, 
That all changed by the 20s when people started thinking, hey, we should put bigger advertisements on more vehicles. And let's introduce this to the automotive world. Where unfortunately plastics at that time were incapable of protecting vehicles from the debris being thrown at them during the 1920s when roads being paved were only a thing in major centers. No, they needed a product to hold up and stand as a main focus for advertisements in the world. That changed in 1926, when a man by the name of Waldo Simon invented the vinyl that we actually still use today. Introducing additives to the PVC, it made this new form of plastic slash vinyl more flexible and easier to process and mold. The being that it's the early days, nobody ever really thought of wrapping their vehicle. They just thought of using it for advertisement purposes and being the first vehicles to have advertisements on them, buses and transports were utilizing this brand new vinyl wrap system. Now this wasn't into the same context that we have today's were people doing full vehicle wraps like complete head to tail vehicular wrapping this was letters this was names and numbers they could put your company name or a company logo with your phone number on it this would stay very similar all the way up until the early 90s now by the 1980s this vinyl was still being utilized but in small form and in 1991 the first total bus wrap was made now the bus wrap in the pvc context was only made for the windows with the main portions of the metal of the bus being painted still this was in 1991 by a company called contravision of new zealand putting an advertisement for the pan pacific hotel on a bus this bus became a mobile billboard running all over the city and giving people the illusion of a moving billboard this is a moving advertisement now the pvc vinyl at this point in time was turned into a clear pet window fill where people could see out but had trouble seeing in to make the advertisement more robust but unlike the metal body work that we see today being fully wrapped this was only the windows where it wasn't until 1993 when the first full vehicle wrap was done in germany a manufacturer by the name of k premium marketing films or kpmf which is still kicking around today as one of the bigger players was asked to make a new film to wrap vehicles now the companies in question asking this already vinyl producer to make a brand new vehicle wrap was doing so because the country of Germany, the government mandated that all cabs, taxi cabs, had to be beige. Well, beige wasn't really a color that sold well on the resale marketplace. Nobody wanted to buy a beige vehicle and even in the world of today, beige is a color that a lot of people don't look at. Luxury cars are one of the few contexts that you can find beige in. Similar to that in a north america are yellow being used for our cabs and in germany this was the mandate so a lot of these cab companies had to paint these brand new vehicles they would buy a fleet of brand new volkswagen jettas and have to paint all of them beige where at the end of their life choose to turn around and sell these vehicles they had to do so with this paint either that or pay a premium to get this vehicle repainted to attempt to earn your money back off the painting process and then some on the resale marketplace, something that wasn't viable for them. While asking KPMF that they could make a vinyl wrap 
for a vehicle. These taxi fleets were first tested with it. Being the KPMF managed to make a vinyl wrap which secured the entire body encasement of taxi cabs in Germany. These fleets were now able to sell these vehicles at a premium compared to what they originally sold them for when they were all beige. And after a five year trial period, KPMF brought the vehicles back, took the vinyl wrap off, and handed them back to the taxi fleets. Where in turn, they turned around and sold these vehicles at a higher rate than they originally sold their base products at. This became the first commercially utilized full-scale automotive wrap. 1993. 30 years ago. Kind of convenient that we're doing a podcast about automotive wrap and the first full vehicular wraps ever done was exactly 30 years ago. Not to this day, but to this year. The same year, on the other side of the pond, PepsiCo was promoting their new Crystal Pepsi. And they managed to advertise on a complete bus the first digitally printed vehicle wrap where before they were impregnated with paint as they went through the vinyl processing. This one was a digital vinyl, similar to that of putting a vinyl sheet inside a digital printer and printing out the form. This made it that the 1993 became the first year of digital print and essentially cemented the form of vehicle wrapping for the future. 1993, 30 years ago, we cemented our future in vehicle wrap. 97 years ago, we cemented wrapping vehicles with vinyl. Not complete vehicles, but adding vinyl graphics to vehicles. 97 years ago. 67 years after that, we created the first full vehicle wrap system. One being on a vehicle and one being on a bus. Now, the majority of difficulties came with the premature adhesion and air bubbles underneath the vinyl wrap. Everybody knows this if they've ever attempted to do window film on their car. Sure, you spray it and you can move it around, but the second you rub a squeegee over it, it's stuck. This is where the context of the next phase of vinyl wrap systems came from. With companies like Avery Dennison, 3M, and Oracle development of this product went into production. They developed a brand new microscopic glass beads incorporated into the vinyl adhesive, which created air channels. These air channels allowed the free flow of oxygen underneath of the vinyl coating to allow you to adjust the shape of it. So if you've ever put a decal onto, let's say, Lego, okay? Putting a sticker on a Lego vehicle, you know if you make a mistake the first time, well, you can take it off once. But if you screw up again and take it off, it's never going to go back on and stay that way ever again. It's always going to have a lift in the corner. It's a sticker. Well, early vinyl, that's all it was. It had an adhesive back. And that adhesive back would automatically adhere to whatever it was being put onto. So in 1993, when they were adhering these vinyl wraps to these cabs over in Germany, they had to make sure they did a bang good job. Now, being 1993, a lot of vehicles were still running through their box phase of vehicles with hard edges and simplistic designs, which made it a little bit easier, where all you have to do is remove all of the body cladding, and if you made a mistake, just make sure that you manage to get that air bubble underneath to where that body molding's going, put the molding back on, and Bob's your uncle, that issue is completely gone. But with 3M becoming one of the biggest makers of the vinyl wrap systems, the new glass beads creating the air channels was a breakthrough in vehicle wrap. By this time, it was the late 90s. And we were starting to get into a lot larger vinyl on vehicles. If you watch the original Fast and Furious movie, when they make the Supra, 
and you're watching them put the decal onto the side of the vehicle, this decal would have fallen into the brand new 3M system with the glass beads, making it so they had the ability to move that sticker. The second you put a squeegee up to it to break those crystals and air channels, that is completely adhered to the vehicle. You still have to watch out for air bubbles. But the utilization of heat guns and even torches allows you to get away with this. If you've ever watched somebody wrap a vehicle, hell, up in my neck of the woods, one of the best vehicle wrap companies in the province of Ontario and one of the best in the country of Canada is actually from a northern Ontario community where the only existing chromite smelter exists. The Temiskaming Shores area, where the company in question got famous for wrapping their own snow machine. Yes, the owner of the this business became big because he needed to wrap his racing snow machine. If you didn't know, in Northern Ontario, we do have a racing snow machine league where a lot of people even from the south come up here to race. And Temiskaming Shores is one of the bigger areas of Northern Ontario for this. Well, to race in this series, he wanted to make his vehicle look different. And finding the painting and constantly changing the paint job was just too tedious. With wrapping, it became so much easier. With this new technology, having the ability to be able to move as you're putting it on. He became one of the best vinyl wrap companies in the province. Similar to that, how 3M has become a big name in automotive wrap. Vinyl wrap isn't one of those things that just came out of nowhere. You have to remember, people have been looking for ways to advertise on their vehicles, their buses, their transports, and make use of that massive exposure that these vehicles have. But they also want to find a way that's cheap and easy to do it. Constantly painting is a pain in the ass. Similar to that of Bill Billboards. Have you ever watched them do these massive billboards in the cities and now they can change them so quickly? It's just like wallpaper. It's rolled on and glued. So you can constantly change it. Just put a new one over top of the old one. Tear down the old one, put up a new one. It's ease and accessibility. But automobiles, this was always an issue. Well, the future now, we're now looking at new things called cast films, which are considered the premium in the vinyl industry. These films start in a liquid state, the ingredients blended together and then poured onto a casting sheet. You ever seen these things? It's kind of neat. They start off in a liquid form. They pour them in the casting sheet. They sit on top of this water. You can literally put your shoe in it and get that entire thing over top of it. Now, where does this go for the automobile industry? Well, if you're willing to pay for somebody to dip your entire car, you better be willing for them to remove a ton of shit from your car. We're in the automotive world. Standard vinyl wrap is still the biggest player. But you have to remember, vinyl wrap is not something that you could find everywhere. And in specific cities, counties, even countries, vinyl wrap systems on overly excessive vehicles like buses and transports or even mobile billboards are not allowed. Now, why would you not want to have mobile billboards? Well, distraction. Same reason why certain areas don't allow undercar lighting or specifically different colors for automotive lighting. Creates a distraction. Where wrapping your car can be a distraction. Wrapping has become something not only to just protect your vehicle, but to make it look better. This has become excessively apparent in the aftermarket industry for high performance vehicles. Where a lot of big name customers will send their vehicles to boutique automotive shops to have them custom wrapped. They want them specific colors, specific designs, specific outlines. They want their company logo, but they want it in a multitude of colors. Well, this is neat. This is amazing. Anybody can have a vehicle that looks like they spent hours upon hours painting. Where essentially, they used a spray bottle, a squeegee, and a heat gun, and did it themselves. 
The ease and accessibility of vinyl wrapping has been brought down exponentially in the past 97 years since it first came out. We've seen many changes in it, but what is the main purpose behind it? Everybody thinks advertisement. No, like a lot of things in the aftermarket industry, it's not about advertising. It's about personalization. Where the original vinyl wraps were made for just product placement and advertising on large vehicles. Today, we get more of a personalization effect. My in-laws have the front of their vehicle covered with a 3M protective coating. Basically, they had the front of their vehicle wrapped in specific areas where rock chips are more prone. Something I had wish I had done with my RAV4 considering the fact that I have so many dense scratches and even a massive ding in the hood, all thanks to rocks being thrown at me as I drive down the highway. A highway that should have been expanded a long time ago, but still hasn't been. Today, the world of automotive wrapping has taken on a new form. Where automotive wrapping before was for advertisements and then became more of a personalization with the, with the increase in the aftermarket age and the fast and furious generation of the early thousands. Today, it's more about protection. When Jay Leno received his McLaren P1, he immediately had it shipped to have a 3M clear coating added onto it. He wanted his paint to stay in good condition and he loved the color because he he chose it for his specific car, but he wanted to protect it. Knowing that you can put a hundred coats of paint on a car, a rock can still rip some of that out when it hits your vehicle at a high velocity. Remember, as we talked about one of our previous podcasts, an immobilized object will always cause a mobile object to come to a halt, where a slower moving vehicle pulling over front of a faster moving vehicle will always cause the faster moving vehicle to cause a collision. Same thing with a rock can thrown at your vehicle. The only thing we have to ask is when are we going to get a 3M covering for our windshield? Because now with autonomous vehicles on the way and autonomous technology being in your vehicle, similar to that of what I have in my RAV4, my windshield costs a lot more to replace in my RAV than it does my Rio. The Rio I can get down for 200 bucks. The RAV is over a thousand because they have a magic eye. By creating a protective film that we can put over top of our windshield would greatly benefit us. But then again, are we willing to have it replaced as often as we need to? That is a big question you have to ask yourself. How far are we willing to pay to have things wrapped? And how far are we willing to go to protect ourselves in the future? Automotive wrapping is nothing new. It's been around for 30 years in its predetermined form that exists today. It has existed for 97 years on the commercial market. Vehicle wrapping is getting bigger and is getting easier. Where most companies now pay to have somebody wrap their vehicle instead of painting it. Where at the, everybody knows at the end of life for that vehicle, they need to make some sort of money off of it. There has to be a monetary value. And similar to that with taxi fleets from Germany in 1991, wanting to be able to resell their vehicles at market conditions. Wrapping our vehicle is allowing us to do just that. And when you are sitting underneath a lease or even a financing deal, painting your vehicle is still a no-no. Where vehicle wrapping is a gray line between personalization and sitting in your predetermined options. 
Automotive wrapping is not something new, but it's something new to the general public. And it's something that's going to start to grow in the coming years as people start to realize the protection factor of their investments, protecting the paint and protecting key aspects of their vehicle from defects and deflections. On top of that, having the ability to customize your vehicle without voiding your warranty is another amazing thing. And now that we've gotten past the fact that having creases and bubbles is a big concern to us, where most people can do a similar hood wrap on their own in their own garage, similar to that in the late 90s, being able to do your own window tint in your garage. Wrapping your vehicle, hell, even just doing your spoiler on your own is slowly becoming one of those garage ideas. But the aftermarket industry today still has people painting vehicles. How far are we willing to go to keep painting those vehicles before we just say, the hell with it, I'm gonna wrap it. When wrapping your vehicle impedes the ability of rust to form and damage your vehicle, it'll still just be an aftermarket modification. Once it can protect your car from the elements and from destruction of a cancerous material known as rust, it will never be as big as throwing on some Bondo and paint. Wrapping is an amazing idea. But it still has its downfalls. Heat can disrupt it. Scratches can damage it. Hell, you put a scratch in somebody's wrap, they're going to have to rewrap their car. Either that, you got to find somebody who can master the art of hiding a patch. There are people who can do it because I've seen people do this with vinyl flooring. And it's not to say you can't be done, but it is harder to do than redoing your entire vehicle. Where scratch and paint can more easily be done. Today, we wanted you to sit back and rap with us about wrapping your vehicle and why you do it and why you have ever thought of doing it and what great ideas you have for it. You can personalize your vehicle. You can protect your vehicle. You can repair your vehicle. You can advertise. You can monetize and you can capitalize all upon wrapping your car up and spending that extra little bit of time because there's always time for a bow. So in the end, do we need automotive wrap in the aftermarket industry? No. We need aftermarket wrap in the forefront of the automotive industry. Every single dealership needs to start selling the idea of wrapping your vehicle to protect it against the major elements of destruction out into the real world. And now with more and more people buying vehicles direct from the manufacturer, this should be an actual clickable option online and at dealerships. So for the future of the automotive world, the doctor to the automotive industry is telling the automotive industry it's time to start rapping about rapping. And if I just gave a famous rapper an idea for a Christmas wrap, just remember to include auto looks in yourself so if you like this podcast please like share or comment about it send us your ideas send us what you think hell send us pictures of products that you've wrapped cars you've made look better and ideas you've had about doing a 3m product wrap on your vehicle we'd like to showcase them to the world and if you have any other great ideas or any key facts that we may have missed please send us an email over at email at autolux.net the Autolux Podcast has been brought to you by Ecom Entertainment Group and the Autolux.net website. The Autolux Podcast is distributed by Podbeam.com on all major social feeds and anywhere you can stream podcast delay. If you'd like to get in touch with the Autolux Podcast or himself, Everett J, send an email over at email at Autolux.net. So, for myself, Everett J, the Autolux team here, our end of the year article, which is coming up soon, wrap yourself up. Put a bow on it, sit back, and strap yourself in for this one fun wild ride that protecting our vehicles in the future will take us on.